Finding ways to boost your confidence during weight loss can present a challenge, especially when it is so easy to put your hopes in the identity you imagine having at the end of the journey. Authors of the audiobook, The Diet Trap, Drs. Lillis, Dahl, and Wineland understand this struggle. They offer encouragement to look inward instead of at the emotional, physical, and external factors around you and have compassion for yourself. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. We offer brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in positive directions and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. Today, we've got a helpful excerpt from the audiobook, The Diet Trap. Feed your psychological needs and end the weight loss struggle using acceptance and commitment therapy. Full of proven strategies, this audiobook is perfect for those hitting obstacle after obstacle on their weight loss journey. By putting into action this audiobook's acceptance and commitment therapy techniques, you can get out of the weight loss rut and live free of fad diets. In this episode, Drs. Lillis, Dahl, and Wineland explore what it means to love the enduring and internal you, which will help you to boost your confidence during weight loss. The Enduring You Who are you? What we're getting at here is who you are in a very deep sense. We might also ask what you are or what defines you. You could spend hours, days, even years thinking about this question and never arrive at a definitive answer. Indeed, some philosophers have done just that. How did they ever pay the bills? Typically, people begin answering those questions by listing attributes like gender, race, ethnicity, age, height, and weight. Roles such as father, mother, son, daughter, friend, worker, or lover. Perceived characteristics such as smart, strong, emotional, or happy. And psychological aspects such as their beliefs, dreams, desires, values, struggles, and so on. And yet each descriptor or characteristic is only a small piece of the whole. The following exercise will help you begin to discover a sense of self that isn't defined by its parts. We call this sense of self the enduring you. The enduring you doesn't need fixing. The word enduring means lasting and durable. The enduring you has certainly lasted, having been there your whole life, and is certainly durable, remaining unchanged no matter what happened to you, able to continuously observe, witness, and experience whatever happens. And it continues to be there, experiencing all that you're experiencing right now as you listen to this audiobook. Again, this doesn't mean your attitudes, beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and behavior haven't changed. In fact, They probably have changed, and quite frequently. However, through it all, there's an essence of you that's stable and enduring no matter what. This can be comforting. 
through everything, no matter what happens, a part of you, the enduring you, remains intact, consistent, and stable. No amount of weight gain can change the enduring you. No emotional experience, criticism from others, or self-judgment can change it. No matter what, the enduring you will still be there, seeing all that you see, experiencing all that you experience, and grounding you. From this perspective, the fix-me agenda becomes less important. If, in a deep sense, you are much more than your feelings and thoughts, perhaps your feelings and thoughts don't have to be a certain way for you to live your life as you want to. Maybe they don't need to be fixed for you to be fundamentally okay and valid as a person. Think about your body. It has changed so much. You used to be a tiny baby, and now you're fully grown. Your weight has changed. In fact, it's changing slightly every second you're alive. Sometimes you've been bigger, other times smaller. And yet, in some deep sense, the enduring you hasn't changed. Would you say that when you were smaller, you weren't you? Of course not. You've been you your whole life. That continuity is the enduring you. The cells inside your body are constantly dying and regenerating. Most of the cells you were born with are dead. Fat cells in particular die and regenerate quickly. There are virtually no fat cells in your body that were there 10 years ago. So, while you have a body with cells, organs, fluids, and so on, you can't be simply your body. You're something more than that, something stable and enduring. Try to identify a feeling you're having right now, even if it's just contentment, boredom, or curiosity. Whatever that feeling may be, is this the first time you felt that feeling? Probably not. Think of other times you felt this feeling. Get specific and identify two or three instances. Feelings are transient. They come and go. Sometimes you're sad, other times happy. Sometimes bored, other times stressed. Sometimes content, other times curious. Sometimes anxious, other times guilty, and so on. So while you experience feelings, you must be much more than just your feelings. In some sense, the enduring you has been around all along, feeling everything that you've felt as the emotions come and go. It has witnessed and experienced all of your feelings, and yet, in some fundamental way, it remains unchanged by them. After all, you are no more you now than you've been in the past. Identify one belief you have now that you didn't have when you were younger. When your belief changed, did you become a different person? Of course not. So while you have feelings, thoughts, beliefs, and sensations, you can't be simply your feelings, thoughts, beliefs, and sensations. The essence of you is much more than these experiences. It's as if all of these experiences are the content of your life, and you, the enduring you, are the container. You contain all of your experiences and always have room for more. You're intimately in contact with all of your experiences, and yet are something more than them. The container is unaffected by the changes and all of the ups and downs, and it will continue to be there, 
holding everything as long as you're alive. What is self-compassion? Taking the perspective of the enduring you might make it easier to treat yourself with self-compassion. You may be able to recognize that you are, in fact, whole and valid just as you are. The internal stuff you've been fighting with isn't you anyway, so you can honor it simply as part of your experience. This is a big part of self-compassion. An effective way to begin practicing self-compassion is to treat yourself with loving-kindness, to be caring toward yourself, especially when you're suffering. This may seem simple, but it can be hard to do. It involves noticing when judgmental thoughts are present and you find the pull to beat yourself up and acting instead with kindness. Think of acting toward yourself as you might toward a cherished loved one who's struggling. Another key to self-compassion is opening up to your pain. You may have a myriad of thoughts, feelings, and memories related to being overweight. Self-compassion means being aware of what's going on inside you, being moved by your own suffering, and showing empathy toward yourself and your history. This is easier when you take the perspective of the enduring you. Those experiences are the stuff of your life, and the enduring you is spacious enough to contain all of them and still move forward. A final key to self-compassion is to behave in ways that matter to you. One of the best ways to practice self-compassion is by doing things that you find worthwhile. Engaging in stimulating and vital activities, seeking and fostering connections with others, taking care of yourself, physically and emotionally, whatever matters to you. The next two exercises will aid you in developing self-compassion. The first fosters gratitude for your body. The second is a way of exploring your values and how you want to live your life. Thanks for listening to this excerpt of The Diet Trap. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate and review it. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E. M-E-D-I-A dot com.